Welcome to the Greenwich Means Business podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Greenwich Means Business podcast. Today we're going to be talking about placements. I'm Lauren and I'm hosting today and I've got Luke Fairbrass from the Business School Employability Office joining us as well as Joe Blomfield from The Generator. Do you guys want to just introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your roles? Yeah, sure. So my name's Luke. Um, I'm the Employability Advisor and I work on the Undergraduate Placement Project um, for the Business School. And I'm Joe. I have just finished my placement year working at The Generator and I'm still working there now part-time. Okay, so do you guys want to tell us a little bit about why students should do placements? What are the benefits of them? Yeah, sure. So um, lots of students will do a degree, and there are so many um, uh, there are so many students now um, graduating um, without any experience. Um, so actually, having that experience and your degree will make you much more uh, attractive to, to future employers. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um, also, I guess one of the reasons I did it not only experience like Lauren, you know, the events industry is so like uh, on experience but for me also it was really beneficial to have like that break from uni and now I'm back for third year and they're like a lot more invested into it um, and I feel like I'm taking it more seriously and enjoying it more so I would say another reason is to really do a placement to get the most out of your degree like why not so what's like your experience been with placement I mean mine was great it was weird doing a lot of it online especially doing an events placement online was wild I can um, imagine. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was, yeah, it was great. I loved it. Like, my team was amazing. The work I was actually doing obviously changed a lot, um, especially as a lot of my role was supposed to be managing our co-work space in the generator. But obviously that was closed for like 10 months out of the 12. So that was, it was difficult. But yeah, I loved it. Okay, that's really interesting. So, um, Luke, maybe a bit more of a question for you. What kind of tips would you give students that are looking to increase their employability? So, I think the first thing is be confident in the skills you've already got. Um, and even if you've got a part-time role, think about how you can articulate those skills uh, because they're all transferable, right? If you're working um, in retail or in hospitality, um, you'll have certain skills that, that actually you can um, transfer in, into a, a new role. You just need to be confident about articulating those. Um, and at the University of Greenwich, there are so many opportunities for students to get involved in, uh, whether that's a career coach, um, you know, having your CV looked over, your cover letter uh, looked at. Um, we have exclusive opportunities with employers so um, our placement students at the university itself um, is, is fantastic but also we work with external employers who offer us exclusive roles so um, you know students aren't having to compete with the rest of the UK um, they're just just competing with uh, other Greenwich students so um, yeah be confident in, in your ability um, think about where you need to develop and plan for that so in your first year think about okay if I haven't got a huge amount of experience with Excel what can I do to um, get me to that point so I'm confident to apply for a placement so could I do an online course for example is there something I could do um, outside of my degree um, so yeah be prepared be confident and get in touch with us uh, because we're, we're always happy to help um, plan that out for you yeah and do you have any tips that maybe you used when you applied I would definitely say the confidence like in the way you do it so not like cocky but like confident which I think I did a lot like skills that I was I knew I had and I knew I could do, but necessarily maybe didn't have all of like the evidence to back it up. So I would just act it and then it was like, I could prove it later. Um, so yeah, absolutely, be confident. Like confidence I feel like gets you 
more than anything else. I definitely found that in the last year with virtual interviews, I found mm. them so much easier to like bolster my confidence because I can sit there and be like, I know what I'm doing because I can have notes and I can feel a little bit calmer. And yeah. I found that they went so much better <laughs> when I was able to do it from behind a computer. Honestly, yeah, no, I had that. I think it's about taking advantage of the current situation. I know lots Absolutely. of people miss that face-to-face interaction, but actually, um, you know, if, if you're in front of your computer in your own surroundings, no one can see the notes behind your computer screen. No one can see um, that you're actually really nervous. Um, but, but yeah, taking advantage of the current and, and practicing for that. So um, we run lots of workshops. Um, around virtual recruitment and, and things like that so really planning for that, that process. Where can the students find information for all the things that the SEO runs? So if they go into infohub.gre.ac.uk um, there's a, an events portal on there and they can have a look at what events we've got running, what workshops we've got running. Um, we also do a weekly opportunities email which um, I know um, students get a lot of emails so they are likely to just go through and, and just kind of skim read um, but actually that opportunities email will cover everything coming up in the next couple of weeks as, as well as some of the opportunities. Um, so don't just delete that without, without opening it um, so yeah th- those are the two best places and come by the office so um, now we're back on campus and there's always someone in the office um, happy to to give you some advice that opportunity email is important to be fair as someone who used to delete it all the time without <laughs> reading it and then some for some reason second year well I think when I was hunting for placements I stopped just deleting them and but sometimes still wouldn't read them but then there was one particular one I can't remember why I opened it I just did and that was where I saw my job advertised, so the placement I did. And it was like, it's just a bit weird being like, oh, if I'd missed that email, I potentially wouldn't have actually seen it. I think I did the same. I think I found mine through the BSEO's yeah. promotion of it. Um, there we go, well done, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are single-handedly responsible for giving us both jobs. <laughs> so I know for me that finding employability at uni has been a bit of a journey, especially during COVID. So do you want to tell me a little bit about what each of your experiences were like? finding employment at uni? Yeah, so um, very, very different to what we offer here. Um, when I was at university, I just remember maybe there being like a bulletin and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, the, the level of support that um, students get at the university now um, at Greenwich is, is, is fantastic. Um, so whether that's, um, I mentioned earlier, the one-to-one appointments, a career mentor um, is a really, really good way of building that um, industry um, contact um, and you know developing yourself through that. Um, we've also got the Greenwich Employability Passport, which gives you lots of different activities you can take part in um, to improve your employability, but also to, to gain those rewards. Um, and I think that the focus on um, employability um, of all of the business school degree programmes is, is really great. So those modules that students have to take part in um, really develop those skills. And um, yeah, so um, compared to my experience at university, um, Greenwich is, is absolutely fantastic and, and really gives lots of lots of uh, opportunities. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, Greenwich is great at giving opportunities. I know I necessarily, first and second year, wasn't the best at taking them. Me too. But I guess for me, it was the reason I got my first job was actually from a friend on my course. So she got a job working with Wonderland and then managed to get me in as well. So it's almost like the networks you have at Greenwich can still really be beneficial. And actually, she ended up getting me another job after that. So <laughs> most of the jobs I've had are kind of like, from the union somewhere or another. Um, but there, as Luke was saying, like, there are so many opportunities that the union provides. Like the passport, I did great. I'm doing the mentor scheme at the moment. Like now I'm taking advantage of them. Um, 
But yeah, with just the German employability as well, like, I know, to be fair, they've looked over my CV so many times that I think all of the BSEO are probably sick of me now. Um, like, I think this is like my eighth different one in three years. You know it off by heart. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, for me, definitely, I like, in first year really struggled with employability because I just didn't know where to go or what to do but in second year like found myself a lot more like what's the word like enabled to do it and like bolstered by the BSEO and the support they offer um and then obviously that led to me doing my placement as well um do you have like one tip that you'd give students at uni for like to increase their employability I would just say engage with every single opportunity you can and yeah. make yourself known to the staff um, at the BSEO. So, um, you know, just walk through um, our office and just let us know what you're looking for. Um, so for those of you who don't know, um, it's um, Queen Mary 040, um, so ground floor. Uh, so, yeah, just, just make yourselves known to us because um, we will help you and do everything we possibly can. Um, but we need to know that you, you're looking for that help and, and you want to uh, engage. So, yeah, my, my best advice is to take any opportunity um, that you're given um, because when you um, graduate and when you leave the university you do get a, you do get a support for two years after graduation but um, you won't have the level of opportunity that you get when you're doing your, your program. So the first I'll say is have a, like an attractive looking CV like I know for me the most boring thing is to just have like a plain CV times to grow and font 12 like boring like for me, my tip would always be like, have a little bit of colour. Like, not loads, <laughs> just a tiny bit like a title or something. Yeah. Because I think that it helps you stand out. I don't yeah. know, Luke could completely disagree with me. But I know for me, at least, I've, I think I found it beneficial. Like, I know in interviews, I've had a few people like, we love the look of your CV. So that's my, my one tip is... Especially in a creative industry. Yeah, exactly. Um, is, yeah, have an interesting CV. Like, especially, this is what I found. If, if you don't have like an abundance of experience having something to make you more memorable is great because then it just like Absolutely. you stick in their mind um, and the second is trying to just have like a wide range of skills like if you can prove that you're great across the board that's also really beneficial so it's like obviously do all the typical employability stuff like time management organization all of those really like important skills that you need but also Something that I found is having more enterprise innovation skills that's like so sought after at the moment, which is at the generate what we do. So it's we sort of help build those like entrepreneurial skills and that creativity that actually employers are really starting to look for more and more, especially like post-COVID. Learning how to like problem solve and adapting to change is becoming increasingly important. So yeah, I would say also take advantage, not just BSEO, generator across the board, ECS as well, like there are so many different parts of uni that you can take advantage of. Just what are the opportunities that are available at the university, like currently? So at the moment, um, we've got a, a few different uh, opportunities available. So um, the biggest one coming up for us um, is for accounting and finance students. Um, we've got NHS um, finance roles coming up. Um, very soon so um, keep an eye out for those. Um, we also have our university placements that will start being um, advertised after Christmas um, and they normally go up um, to, to about June so we've got roles in marketing, finance, events, 
um, digital marketing, um, project management, lots of um, lots of different opportunities from the university. Um, but there's also lots of external opportunities available at the moment as well. So uh, Rate My Placement is a really good place to have a look um, and also info hub the, the opportunities there. LinkedIn, um, the jobs portal on there. Um, I forgot to mention LinkedIn earlier, actually, just making sure that your um, profile, your presence online um, matches your CV, matches your experience uh, because you, you, you might be contacted. Uh, you can look at the roles that, and you'll be targeted for roles that um, are kind of matching your, your criteria as well. So, yeah, that, that would be mine. I actually got a message on LinkedIn the other day asking if I was interested in a role that was like similar to my placement. And it's the first time I've had that sort of like message of someone I'm trying to hit yeah. me almost. And I was like, wow, look at me go. That's so exciting. Yeah, I was buzzed about it. Um, other opportunities, I guess, with the generator is we have our annual competition, so the Enterprise Challenge coming up which applications now open for, which you can win up to five grand to start your own business. There's a total prize pool of 14 grand this year. Wow. Um, so it's, there is, there's a lot of prizes. Like if you get to that finals, you can, you can win some money to, to kickstart your business. Um, we also run a number of like weekend boot camps. So our Jerry Hacks project where you work with employers. So you work with small businesses that are based in London to solve problems and have that sort of like consultancy experience and with that you can win a hundred pounds if you're in the winning team per person which is great next hundred quid's not on never gonna say no to um and then also with each hack there is the offer of an internship so a paid internship with that company so it's we've heard i think now five or six people into internships um for 12 weeks with those companies and we've had like resounding success with them um so definitely take advantage of opportunities at the generator yeah and it also gives you that um experience to, to talk about an interview so if exactly. you've gone and done that you've taken your the initiative to to go and do that in your in your spare time you've worked with employers you've you know you, you've attended these events talking about that at an interview is really really powerful absolutely um, because it shows a lot about you and it shows a lot about your character um, so yeah, for sure do it for the money, but also <laughs> for, uh, for, for that experience. And then it also links back and actually like anything you do with the generator, you get employability passport points for, so it's for, like everything's it's linked to the uni, you know, like do the enterprise challenge, win the five grand, get passport points, look at you go. So we went out to some of our students on the at GRE business Instagram account for some questions that they have about placements for you guys. So these might be a little bit more specific and a bit quicker for you. Um, so the first question we have is, will international students have to pay regular fees? And maybe you could just talk a bit about how fees work for placement students. Yeah, so a really good question there. Um, so um, all students, whether you're a home student, EU student, international student, for the placement year, the fee is a thousand pounds. So you will all pay the same fee um, for that year. Uh, and that fee covers you for your 30 credit module that you'll complete during your placement year as a business student. Um, those 30 credits are additional. So you'll have those um, on top of all of your other credits from your degree. Um, and it will cover your placement tutor and you're still registered as a student at the university, so you can still access all of those services that you normally would. And sort of similar to that, but like how do visas work for international students? Because obviously that's quite tricky. Yeah, so we've got a dedicated um, international advice team at the university, um, so they can offer advice, um, but all um, all international students are able to, to take a placement. Um, obviously, it just depends on their particular individual visa situation and how many years they've already studied, um, but the best thing they can do is contact the international office uh, and they will be able to give them um, 
specific individual tailored uh, visa advice. And this one might be a bit more for Joe. Um, but what will you learn on a placement? Oh, that's so difficult because my initial <laughs> just sum up a whole year like, of experience. What won't you? Because it's, <laughs> I, I guess it is really dependent on each placement you do. But for me, the main things I learned was they're like, oh, I don't even know where to start. Like genuinely, the, there is just so, like there is so much. It will teach you what. That's a really hard question. I think from my perspective, because I've been in the placement world for about three months now, mm. a lot of what I've learned is just like being in a workplace. Like yeah. I've never worked in a formal workplace before. I only worked as like a waitress or in events, but on like the delivery, not on the preparation yeah. and sort of getting into that routine and learning how to like work in a professional manner has been yeah. one of the biggest things that was completely new to me. Um, I don't know if you had a similar yeah, experience. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like that is a huge thing is actually then getting that professional side because like as she said like I'd done event work before but never in a formal like nine to five routine yeah um, and I think that was actually one of the things that taught me the most is like how to fit into that routine and then it just sort of it really helped develop a lot of skills that I already thought I was good at so it was yeah. like that time management organization um it really helped to like help me learn that I guess um and even more so I think problem solving yeah those like especially events, like I saw something the other day with, someone was like all events management is is problem solving now they're like it's not wrong it's not wrong um so that was yeah i would say learning time management particularly yeah um, for sure and also like resilience because especially online stuff you both know everything goes wrong just all the time on online events so it's learning how to deal with that overcome it and like keep that straight face while you're hosting an event is really difficult to not just want to like roll your eyes but you know everyone is staring at you so it's like you've got to just like roll through so that professionalism i think yeah is one of the things that yeah my placement helped me to learn the most yeah i think as well where we if students don't know you deliver a blog while you're on placement um where you write a thousand words every month just reflecting on what you've mm -hmm. done i think that really helps to like look back at what you've learned and definitely will guide me in writing my cv when i finish my year Definitely, and I think it's really good for applications as well in the future because you'll do your placement, you'll do your final year and you're kind of really um, caught up on all of those modules and your dissertation if, if you're doing one and then you get to your graduate applications you're thinking, oh yeah, what have I done during that placement year and actually looking back on that and having those skills, having those examples, you'll feel so much more confident applying for your graduate role. Yeah, for sure. Like Looking back now, on like, those blogs actually were really helpful. It was one of the, like when I'm writing the models, like, oh, I've got so much to do, like, yeah. I've not got time for this. When actually now I'm looking at it being like, fully worth it because I was writing you my CV up the other day and I was like, oh, I can pick that, I can pick that, I can pick that. Yeah. And it does give you that sort of like actual time to just like reflect over yeah. like the past month, which actually, when you are so busy, is actually quite nice to sit back and be like, oh, I've actually done quite a lot this month. I'm actually quite impressed with myself. Yeah. And it's like, I loved that personally. For Luke, but for students that are on a course that have the option for a sandwich year, does uni ensure that all students will get a role or is it more self-driven? Yeah, so um, it's 
self-driven um, but there's so much support there for you so yeah. um, we can't apply for a placement for students um, but we can support you through every step of the way so we can help you set goals we can help you put a plan together we can help you look at your CV your cover letter prepare you for an interview prepare you for an assessment center we can't go there and do it for you of course. Um, but we can certainly support you along the way um, and actually it's a really good uh, thing to have because we can work with you if things don't go right or you're not secure in some Thing and try and find out where you're going wrong and, and how to change that. Um, so yeah, highly engage um, interacting with the careers advisors, but um, just just know that we can't do it for you, but we yeah. will do everything we possibly can uh, to help you get to where you want to be. And they really do do that. Like when I was applying for placements, I applied for something ridiculous, like over 35, because <laughs> the amount of roles that were cancelled and then really like, I'd have to apply for more, or yeah. I would get to the assessment stage, interview stage, and then like, I just get knocked out and it was it's exhausting to go through that process so actually having the bseo to like actually be like this sounds great like what you did here was great 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 maybe you could just change this little thing yeah. was yeah it was really really useful and finally if i were a first or second year student when should i start looking what should what's sort of, what should i do so the first thing I would say is look as early as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, lots of um, successful students have already known in their first year that they want a placement. Um, that doesn't mean to say that if you've just decided in your second year now you would like to take a placement, that is impossible. It's certainly not impossible. We have students securing placements quite late on into their second year. Um, but obviously the earlier you start applying, the more roles you can apply to and the higher your chances of securing something are. Um, so I would start looking as soon as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, and just take advantage of, of all of these um, services and opportunities that are available for you. But um, whatever stage you're at, um, it's not too late. Um, just apply as early as you can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I started applying for like my first placement a month before second year actually started. Wow. Another reason why I managed to apply <laughs> for so many, because I would just apply for as many as I could, yeah. even if it was like not a perfect fit for me. If I was like... I could do that. So for events, um, there were some like PR ones I applied for, yeah. which I was there like, I think I could prove myself in that role, but like, there's no yeah. harm in applying for it. So don't like, if you're an event student, for example, don't only apply for roles that are specifically events assistant, events coordinator, like shop around a bit, um, especially because those big brands, yeah, they come out early. Like I know L'Oreal, I think is, is that January? Yeah. Oh, I it was earlier than that. Um, Disney, I know as well, are really, really early. There are so many that come out. Like, I didn't actually secure my placement until, I want to say, like, May, June time. Mine's the same May. Yeah, so it was quite late on, like, I knew so many people that had them confirmed, and I was there, like, oh, what's going to happen? I was saying, um, I was, like, resigned that I wasn't going to do it, because I was, like, COVID, it's too competitive, I don't think I'm going to get a role, and I really wanted one in first year, so, yeah. like, sat the intention yeah. that I wanted to do a placement year, and then had sort of decided I wasn't going to get one, so getting the call to say you did get it was a yeah. real surprise for me. Yeah. That was, I think, one of the hardest things with COVID is what, March time is actually, like, I had quite a lot of interviews lined up. Yeah. And I think there was one point I'd had, like, three interviews within the space of a week. And then on the same day, they all called me to tell me their placements were cancelled. It all and just it was shut like, down. This is really frustrating. Am I going to get one? And I remember when I actually got it, one of the, like, questions I asked in the intro was, like, is this placement going to be cancelled? Like, <laughs> just tell me straight up now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was definitely getting early because who knows what's going to happen. You might need those ones to fall back on. 
So thank you so much, Luke and Joe, for featuring on our podcast this week. I think your tips have been really helpful for the students. No worries. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. And uh, hopefully the students start um, coming by our office um, and, uh, and meeting us and, and we can help them um, in their next stage. But yeah, thank you so much for, for having us. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thanks. Don't miss next month's podcast where we'll be discussing stress management and how to handle your assignments with one of our lecturers and one of our students. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to never miss an episode.